Well, welcome back uh, to my, pod, my podcast, Futures Under Construction. This is episode two. I'm so excited about episode two because I have Ryan Jamison with me today. Ryan, thanks for joining me. Hello, I'm excited to talk today. I tell you what, Ryan, you know, when I was new superintendent, I just felt like I saw you everywhere. Anytime I went to an event or I was in the school, it seemed like there you were so involved. And I just kind of want to talk a little bit about that today. Could you just kind of share with us? You just seem so involved in your school. Talk to us about what you've done as a high schooler here at Woodward Granger. Yeah, so right now I'm a senior at Woodward Granger. Um, throughout the past four years, I've been involved in softball, basketball, and golf. And then during my freshman and sophomore years, I did track and I played volleyball. Um, last spring, I was inducted into the National Honor Society, and I've been in, on student council for three years. Yeah, that, that's fantastic. Like, you know, I see in the summer, whether you're, you're a participant or you're supporting your student body, it's just fantastic the way you plug in. Let's talk a little more specifically about how you're plugging in in a leadership role at Woodward Granger. So not only are you participating in things and joining things, but you're really leading things. So can we can talk about that a little bit? Yeah. Um, so this year I was um, voted student council vice president. And in the past, I've just been a representative for my class. And then through National Honor Society, I was also inducted into the National Council of Youth Leadership. And I've also acted as team captain on the softball team for the past three years, and then team captain for basketball this year. That, that's fantastic. So why, why is student leadership so important in a school? Uh, I would say student leadership is important because it gives students opportunities to build relationships within the school that they might not have had previously. And I also think it helps with like communication skills and being able to be personal with each other. Um, for me personally, it's helped a lot with time management and being able to resolve conflict. I think especially this year with all the changes in our school with the administration and a lot of new teachers, student leadership was important because I feel a lot of people were unsure of how the school year was going to go. So having somebody step up and just show them that it's okay and it's going to work out how it should was important. I love that. So you said, hey, you know what, I can do this. Let me step up, really represent the student body as is, is potential changes are coming, some uncertainty with this pandemic. And, yeah, and exactly. we were, you know, I, I've said, Ryan, I've said that I know as a school district, we will arrive when students are running things. And so that's what I really get excited about when I see uh, students uh, like you getting involved and leading and then and to say we've got a voice. So I appreciate you doing that. Yeah. So one of the things that uh, we've been really working on as a school district is this portrait of a learner. And uh, I remember coming in and specifically talking to the student council last year about this. And we, we identified five uh, competencies that we believe that um, if we can strengthen those with our students, when, when they leave Woodward Granger, they're going to have some success. And in and, and one, when I think of you, uh, because I, I can think of the emails that you've sent to organize, say, like a blood drive. When I think of you, I really think of the word impactful. And um, just to kind of remind both of us of that definition, it's an impactful uh, person is somebody that participates in the community and beyond to positively influence the world. 
So could you talk to us a little bit about what does that look like? What can that look like for a high school student in at the high school level, right in your school and beyond? Yeah, um, I would say that impact at the high school level is more of influencing the underclassmen and the younger students in the community and just trying to set a positive example for them. And that's not always through like what you're saying. It's more leading by example instead of through your words. Um, I'd say also like, especially for me, just being involved in so many athletics, it's like keeping your composure on the court or on the field because they do see everything. Even if you don't think that they're watching you, they're going to see how you react to certain situations. So just like being able to say cool, calm and collected and just setting a good example. Um, I would say also just being in a small community, I've been provided with so many opportunities and like, I just feel like I should be giving back more in the community just because I've had so many positive influences here and just being able to give back and be that positive influence for somebody else is important. I think, I think that's, I think that's fantastic. Can, can you talk to us about some of the projects? You know, I, I mentioned the blood drive, but there's other things that the student council has been doing to really have an impact on the community and, and beyond. What are, can you rattle off a couple more for me? Um, yeah. So we're doing a blood drive again this spring like we did last spring. And then we also did a community drive this winter to help some of the families in the community that might need stuff for the holidays or just everyday supplies that they might not be able to afford. We had a drive for them to come in and get anything that they needed. Yeah, and I, I was there and I was sure excited when I saw you and, and that group of students come down and help out. So I knew I knew old Dr. Adams wasn't gonna have to pack up all that stuff on my, by myself, yeah. so I appreciate that. And then I think you're kind of uh, planning some things with uh, uh, Meals from the Heartland too. Oh yes, we did, um, as a student council, we went to Meals from the Heartland. Um, I think in, it was early December, we went as a group and we packaged meals for about two hours a night. And I think we're planning on doing it again and just trying to get more community service in. I, I think that's fantastic. So when we think about and beyond, you're stepping outside the walls of your school, you're helping your local community and beyond and just really appreciate that. So you, you started to kind of answer this one, but I'm gonna ask it anyway. What, what drives you to get involved in your school? Why are you choosing to say, you know what, I'm not only gonna participate and, and get involved, but I'm also going to lead. What, what drives you to do that? And then maybe talk a little bit about how, is that, how do you think that's gonna translate uh, in life for you after high school? Um, I would say that the thing that drives me the most to get involved within the school is when I was growing up, I definitely saw my parents getting involved, like my mom being on the booster club and my dad being on the school board. I think that was probably the biggest thing. And then seeing my siblings go through school and just, they set a good example for me. So then I wanted to follow in that, in their footsteps and just become involved. Um, I also, during my early years of high school, I realized that I couldn't just sit around and complain if I wanted something to change, I'd actually have to step up and do something. <laughs> so just having the ability to try and enforce that change or trying to see it within the school, I think that'll help me later in life too. That's fantastic. You know, Students like you don't happen by accident. I hope your parents are listening. You have fantastic parents that have, have the, led the way for you and your siblings. So I appreciate you giving that shout out to them. When I came into Woodward Granger, I started talking about really wanting to develop a premier school experience for students. And when I think of the word premier, and just by definition, it means first in rank, 
first in line. I always say somebody needs to be that in that spot. It should be us, Woodward Granger. What does a premier school experience mean to you? I would say that a premier school is always accepting criticism and learning from it and never settling. I think that there's always room for improvement and being average isn't good enough. Like if you want to be first, you're going to be first. So just always realizing that there's something that you can change to improve and then implementing that into the school. I love that. I haven't thought about that. That's a reflection from within, right? You're, you're reflecting on and saying, where, where are those opportunities for improvement and yes. make those adjustments? Just like in a game, right? Just in a softball game, Ryan, you do the same thing. Yeah, exactly. So like you throw a ball and then you're like, well, what did I do wrong in that pitch? And then you try and adjust it for the next one. You just have to shake it off and keep going. Uh, I love that analogy. Well, I know a story about you. I was in Mr. Eichhorn's office one day and there was a book laying there. And anybody that knows me, I'm, I've always got a book going. I enjoy reading and I enjoy learning. I heard you had a book uh, from uh, John Gordon, the author. Um, and, and tell me about that. How, how did you get, tell me, tell me that story. Um, last spring, right around when we started softball open gyms, I borrowed a book from Mr. Eichhorn. It was called you win in the locker room first. And it mainly talks about creating a positive culture and how to become a better leader for your team. And especially at our school, we've tried to implement the phrase changing the culture. And I, you have to understand that change is always needed or it should always be needed and figuring out how to change. So I was reading the book just to learn how to become a better leader and be able to effectively lead a team instead of always trying to rely on the coach and just being able to step up for my teammates. I think that's one of the coolest stories I've ever heard is, is really taking a, a, an actionable step to, to, to institute change and be that change agent. And, and uh, I love that story. I wanted to make sure I captured that story uh, today. Um, what, do you, what do you aspire to do after you graduate high school? Um, after high school, I do plan to go to a college or a university. And I want to follow kind of in my mom's footsteps and study health sciences. I'm undecided on where I'm going now or next, but I do plan to become involved at the school wherever I do go. So how do you think Woodward Granger prepared you to accomplish your post-secondary goals? I would say one of the biggest ways that Woodward Granger helped me accomplish my post-secondary goals was exposing me and offering DMAT classes just because I was being, I was able to be exposed to the college level classes that we have. And then I could narrow down my interests and explore what I wanted to pursue after high school. And I was also able to get a lot of my general education classes out of the way through this. That's, that's fantastic. Taking advantage of that. And that's, that's dollar savings for families, isn't that? Exactly. That saves that saves money. So that's fantastic that, uh, that you did that. You know, you, you'd probably credit a number of people for the success that you've had throughout uh, high school. When, when I talk to, to students, I always ask one question that's important to me. Who's that, who's that one pro-social adult, that person in your life at school that you know you can count on and that you can go to if, if you need some help? Um, I would say at our school, definitely Mr. Chapman or Mrs. Schumacher. Mr. Chapman pushed me more in my academics and made sure that I was always on the right track and understood what I wanted to do and wasn't just there to change my schedule or anything like that. And then Mr. Schumacher always pushed me to become more involved in, in 
in the school and she was a big help if I wanted to see change she would help me approach that and like take it to where it needed to go you know and as I said this doesn't happen by chance you know what what you've been able to accomplish in high school um, I know I know there's a lot of folks rallying around you and supporting you and I appreciate having that conversation. So in, in closing, and, I, and, I, and I'm thinking a lot about this, I, I need the wisdom, I need Ryan's wisdom before she leaves Woodward Granger. So because see, senioritis is gonna set in for you, kid. You're gonna, we're in their final semester. And uh, so I need, I need your wisdom before you go. What would be that one piece of advice that you would give to future high schoolers to put them on the path for the kind of success that you've had in high school? I would say the biggest part of, or the biggest piece of advice I could give is probably just become as involved as you can, find the things that make you happy and what you enjoy doing. Like giving back to people, that was just something that came along with it, but I was also able to create different friendships that I didn't know I'd create throughout high school through these like in-student council, people that I normally wouldn't talk to. And I would just say, surround yourself with the people with the same interests as you and the ones that wanna see you succeed. That's, that's great advice. Well, well, Ryan, this episode two, so this podcast is new. You're my first student interview. I couldn't think of anybody better to talk to than you. I just, on a snow day, uh, pausing to, to give me a little bit of your time. I really appreciate that. Oh, of course. All right. Well, well congratulations and you enjoy the, the rest of your day. You too. Thank you.